0: Welcome to another episode of the Paradigm 132 Podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, Rashad Horn. And on today's episode, I want to do something a little bit different. I want to talk about appreciating greatness. Um, I was watching Drink Champs the other day. They had Floyd Mayweather on, and i just I just tuned in because it's not it's not too often where you have certain individuals that actually are sitting down and actually you especially for that long period of time because when you get to a certain level, you don't necessarily have an hour or two hours you know set aside to really you know sit down and and talk to people and One of the things that about the interview that kind of stood out to me was he was talking about how he felt that he should have been nominated or he should have won. He should have been athlete of the decade that honor was given to LeBron James. He felt that he should have gotten that award. And so one of the things that I'm not a big boxing fan. I'm not going to claim to be. Um, but I'm sure anyone you know, even if you're not a boxing fan or a sports enthusiast you've, you've, you've heard his name, you know you've heard Floyd's name, uh, 50 and O um, and all of those particular things like that. And so one of the things that that comes up obviously because one thing about sports and just anything in general is that you always it, it always sets the table for a debate. Um everyone has their own preferences. Some people prefer um you know rest in peace Kobe over LeBron. Um Michael Jordan over LeBron. Um you know like I say Muhammad Ali over Mayweather. Um Ken Griffey Jr. over Barry Bonds and you know just sports and just or even authors. You just you just have that. But what I, what I what I really Thought about for for a moment was that we don't really take time to really just because obviously I'm not gonna use the word but you, you, when when you when you support someone too much, some people just come off and say, "Oh, you are just a fanboy, you're a groupie, you're a homer, or whatever like that," almost saying that your love and factuation for this person is so great. That you can't necessarily see the flaws in, you know, the profession or what it is that they're doing. You're just so enamored with them that you just can't, you know, think logically about it. You know, some people are like that about Beyonce. You know that they're just focused in on it, right? And and I've I've been guilty of this before. Um I'm not a LeBron James fan fan, so to speak. But at the same time, if you're just a a person that looks at it for what it is and the accomplishments that a person you know has achieved especially in a sports realm and even if you talk about um, from a finance realm, when you talk about uh, the Warren Buffetts, the Stanley Drunken Millers, the um, Ray Dalios of the world, individuals like that, and the things that 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 they've accomplished. Now, obviously, it's it's a little bit of of luck involved in this stuff, but at the same time, and obviously, um, higher powers at work as well. To to, that has gifted these individuals with a trait that and, and a trait and also hard work to actually get to that particular point. Because one of the things just just going back to Floyd <clears throat> after I heard the interview I I just went back I just went to YouTube, right? And I just I seen a Floyd made with a compilation. I said I just clicked play. And so it's twenty twenty. Right, and Floyd has been actively boxing for over twenty years, and he went from Pretty Boy Floyd to Money Mayweather, and so obviously Pretty Boy Floyd wasn't necessarily in the the internet wasn't what it was now. So what you see on the internet now, just if you're just casually glancing through it, is you see Money Mayweather, you see the the cars, you see the watches. You see the flashy, the flamboyant stuff. Some people call it cocky. Some people may look at it and say, oh, he's just, he's very confident, right? So that's what you see. And so obviously that rubs people, you know, the wrong way. But one of the things that I, especially in a combat sport, and and people criticize the way that, that, that he fights, right? They, you know. They wanna see knockouts, you know, they wanna see the barbarian, you know, just the barbarian nature of boxing come out. But that's not how he fights. He is by all accounts the greatest counter puncher in boxing history. He's a defensive fighter. And looking back at it, if you look at some of the old greats and things like that, that were essentially barbarians and things like that. You know, they are not as coherent as he was. Like the late Great Muhammad Ali, we we all saw um what he was like in his later years and all. We have to really go by of when he was Muhammad Ali was, you know, all highlights and stuff like that. We don't necessarily get to get got to see him at that particular point, especially people that are my age. Uh, Jim Brown is another person who he walked away from the game, and he's up in age, and he's very coherent in things of that particular nature. But what does all that have to do with appreciating greatness? You know, appreciating greatness. And, well, i tell you, too many times I think we get caught up in the now we get caught up in the now. Like LeBron, for instance, we get caught up in the now. Like he's having another amazing year. And like I said, he's with the Lakers and, and things of that particular nature. He's doing he's doing this, he's doing that. But, <clears throat> excuse me, he did an interview with with one of his right-hand men, Maverick Carter. And he talked about back when he was like six years old, and how his uncle, you know, told him, like, I'm going to give you a dollar. And you only spend so much of the dollar, you save the rest. This I think says like six or seven years old. And so I think people would appreciate greatness more if you really sat down and went back to where it all started. I feel like more people would. Look at Floyd differently because I look at Floyd differently because I'm not here to tell a man what he should or shouldn't do with his money because obviously I don't know every single one of his moves. I I feel like a lot of people, like I said, since we live in the now, we want to see a banner or a headline that says Floyd Mayweather donates X amount of millions to this charity or this, this or whatever like this without realizing that, you know, people still want to do stuff behind the scenes. They don't want to draw attention to themselves, you know, doing that. They they don't want to draw attention to stuff like that. They rather work behind the scenes. And so I feel like if, like I said, if we, if we go back to like the beginning, if we look at the work ethic and everything that was put into that, because no one that's truly, truly great is just getting by on skill, alone a God-given talent alone that God-given talent and ability has to be worked on it has to be molded like a you know like if you got a piece of mortar or a piece of clay or something like that like obviously it 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 looks like nothing but once you get someone in and knows how to mold it, someone is going to work it work it work it then it turns into something magnificent like you could give someone five gallons of different color paint and in his regular sense, it's like, okay, that's what you got. What can you do with it? And so that's when the greatness takes over. They take what it is that they have and they work it and you get something beautiful. And so in Floyd's case, what you got from the hard work and everything, like there's a person that's 50-0, a person that... By all intents and purposes, is um, a businessman to an extent. Obviously, you know you people make the jokes about him not being able to read, and you know all these particular you know different type of things like this that kind of you know that diminish um, the person. The same thing goes for um, LeBron and and others like that. You just diminish. You know they their greatness gets diminished because people, like I say, acting and now or oh, you're a groupie or or are you a homer or or that person sucks or whatever like that, or they're not as good as this person or whatever like this, like a person says like well, LeBron's not better than Jordan, and obviously that's a, you know a hot topic for people that are in basketball but at the at the at the same token what can't be denied is that I feel that LeBron works just as hard as Michael Jordan did now his team results may not be the same as Jordan but I don't think that LeBron works any less hard than Michael Jordan worked any less hard than Kobe Bryant worked It's just that maybe his tools and things of that nature are different. Like if people say he doesn't have the killer instinct. Well, that that may be true, but it's still great, right? It's still great. And, I mean, I just, I was just enamored, you know, just like I said, listening to the Floyd interview because a lot of times you don't really necessarily see these type of people in this particular type of setting. And so when you do It's essentially must see TV, at least in my opinion, it is because, obviously, a lot of times when they come on these, um, things, um, they brief them on what it is that they're gonna ask. So it's sometimes it's a scripted interview, and this didn't seem scripted. It just seemed like a you know just a genuine conversation, and it wasn't anything. Obviously, they didn't ask him about any of his. Um, you know, domestic violence, things of that particular nature. You know, they didn't really touch on that. It was more so of just like, you know, putting his career into a perspective inside the square circle. And so it was just like, man, because I mean, I even get caught up in it. You know, watching him on Instagram, and I'm like, this is 20 plus years later. All right, it's 20 plus years later. He didn't have these same, you know, material things when he first started out because he was essentially a, a no-name. And so he built his name. LeBron James built his name. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, um, Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio, uh, Martin Scorsese, you know, all of these people who do great, who are just just great at what it is that they do. They worked at it. Right, And if you don't appreciate the person, you know, you don't want to appreciate the greatness of the person. I mean, we should at least appreciate the work. Even Kevin Hart. Right. Kevin Hart isn't my favorite comedian. I don't really think Kevin Hart is is funny. But what I will say about Kevin is that. In order for you to be in all these different films and doing all these different type of things like this, a lazy person wouldn't be allowed to be in all of this stuff because you wouldn't have the work ethic. You wouldn't be putting forth the, the effort, the energy that it, that it requires from a mental, spiritual um, standpoint to actually be able to do all these particular, uh, particular different things. Same thing goes for, you know, since we're talking comedians, you know, Eddie Murphy, who was my all-time favorite. Right, and like I said, obviously, we get into the the pity arguments, and 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 all it comes down to is your favorite, and anything just comes down to your preference. What it is that you like, you know, what is it what is it that you like, right? You know, some people, like I said, get back to Floyd. Some people like brawlers, so Floyd may not be your cup of tea. And then you have some that that like the way Floyd fights, and you say, okay, well, that's my cup of tea, right? So it just comes down to preference, right? When you when you're really talking about whether or not you like a person. But we should be able to put liking a person to the side for a moment and just say, you know what? Let's stop for a moment. Let's really just sit back and put these people's career, you know, in its proper perspective, in its proper place and really just sit back and look and say, you know what? I may not like that person as a Serena Williams Venus, you know, not to this um do anything with the women, Simone Browse with all of the great things that she's doing, racking up all these gold medals and it may be some people who are gymnastic enthusiasts that may not like her, right? But what you have to 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 really look at is that in order to reach these particular levels it's work that's put in, and we really just have to appreciate the work. And you appreciate the work, then it, like I said, I feel that it puts the person into a a different perspective as well. You know, you're able to go from, like I said, I don't like that person per se, or this person is better, or whatever like that. It's like, okay. I'm going to put my personal preferences to the side for a moment, and I'm really just going to sit back and just really examine what it is that this person has done, what, what this person has accomplished. Um, LeBron James went to eight straight finals, eight straight, right? Basketball has an 82-game regular season. LeBron James, for eight straight years, played roughly 100 games, eight straight years. Year 17 has only had an injury. You know that made him miss time this past year with with the groin. That's greatness, right? Like I said, he's not necessarily my favorite player, but I can really appreciate what it is that he's done, his hard work, because professional athletics the average career is what three three and a half years. So you're so you you you're a unicorn first of all because you're in year seventeen. You're even more of a unicorn because at year 17, you're still playing as if you're still in your prime because you're still putting up prime level numbers, right? And all of that, for you to be at this level, that means there were things that that person did when they were 15, 16, 17 years old that were different than what the other 15, 16, 17 year old did, right? It's something that they did differently. It was a certain level of discipline that they had to have, because they weren't just looking at it from a short standpoint. Because I really like what LeBron. I've I've spoke about this before. I really like what LeBron does with <clears throat> LeBron and his camp does. Because I, I'm I I like what Maverick Carter does. The media the media, brain you know the media wing of the the LeBron Empire right so. I'm into that, and I really like what what he's doing. I really like how he's doing change. The same thing Floyd Mayweather uh, is doing with the boxing. You know, he just isn't for himself. He trains other boxers. He has gyms and things of that particular nature that that he's helping the next generations of boxer come in. You know, come come to, and they're they're trying they're breaking. They're breaking down barriers of entry so that the person that comes behind them doesn't have to go the same way that they have to go through. And so, like I said, that's another part of the greatness. And like I said, too many times as well, people just get, like I said, people live in the moment. They're just caught up in the now. They just look at it and say, okay, you're not the greatest basketball player or you're not the greatest boxer. Okay, fine. Again, like I say, that's preference. But look at what it is that they're doing, right? Look at it. Look what it is that they're doing. Clutch Sports, you know, Rich Paul opened up an avenue to where it's like, okay, well, dang, you know, we can have some minor, more minority, some black agents. Like I said, I don't like using minority. We can we can have some black agents out here, and it's not even one of them situations where it's like, I don't want to give you the game. No, I want to give you the game because, <clears throat> excuse me, for the longest time, the white guys have been able to do this, and they've been working in a sense, you know, perfect harmony, right? But it's like when we come along now, it's like, oh, you know, it's a problem. Like, no, 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 no. We want to operate under the same rules and guys that you're working under, right? Because it's it's enough out here for all of us, right? So that's another part of the greatness, right? Same thing, you know, going back to to Florida and, and things that people like that are doing, and what Kobe was working on before he passed away, right? Um, talking about um, Nipsey Hussle, you know, rest in peace to Nip. He wasn't my favorite rapper. I caught on to Nipsey late, so I'm not going to act like I was a day one fan. I'm not going to do that. But I learned enough about his background to respect the greatness that he had. And what, again, what made it even more great is the things that you're doing aside from your main thing. Like LeBron's main thing is basketball. Floyd's main thing is boxing right? Nip's main thing was music but they took all of that the proceeds and then they're putting them into other other avenues that's gonna open up ways for other people to come in right? So like I said you just can't look at it on the surface you just can't look and say oh well Floyd you're just a boxer right? You just buy cars and, and all this stuff and and People that say that look at it and say, well, look at some of the cars that he has. Some of these cars are rare. I watch Barry Jackson auto auctions all the time. And you take that thing back across the auction, you're going to get probably more back than what you essentially paid for it. Same thing as watches. People have watch collections that are investments and things like that. So, it's all kind of different things. People say it's a waste of money, but no. I mean, when you... a certain type of money, it it goes from just saying, oh, we're going to get general stocks and bonds and stuff like this. Like, no, it's it's artwork, it's watches, it's cars, it's, you know, whatever other things that people in that particular ilk, ilk, you know, invest in or put their money into that's going to preserve it and things of that particular nature. So, you know, just, I mean, just really sit back and just appreciate the, the greatness, right? I mean, the whole uh, LeBron uh, campaign, you know, when he came into the league was 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 essentially we were witnesses. And obviously when you first come out, you're a rookie, because a lot of rookies have came in, you know, when he first came in the league. A lot of them didn't live up to the hype, you know. LeBron lived up to the hype and then has, ever since he lived up to the hype, has continued to outdo the hype. So if we were to go back into time and and know what we know now, the hype that LeBron James came into the NBA with, that was nothing. It was nothing to live up to that. You know, if you're taking this career into into a totality, but the thing about it is, is that he knew that he had to work. Right. You know, you gotta work in order for you to be that great. You gotta work. You gotta. You gotta do more than than the other person does, right? And that's one thing that Floyd does. I mean, watching, you know, when I used to, you know, casually watch Floyd working out, it's a million people in the gym, right? It's a million people in the gym. But the focus is still there. The focus was still there. People flashing cameras, but he wasn't distracted. Right? Because he prepared, and and, and, and not to say that every single day was going to be like that. This just may be the way that they they edited it in. It just may be a one day thing like, hey, y'all come in. But after that, boom, y'all got to go. You know, it's time to get back to work. I got a reputation to uphold. And just the fact that people buy Floyd's fights. You know, I don't know what the number had got to probably when people started buying it to say, you know what? I hope you lose. I'm buying it because I hope someone gives you that first L. Right. So the preparation and the dedication to the craft has to go to a completely different level because people are are paying for something in hopes that you lose. Right. Same thing, you know, goes for, you know, for LeBron. You know, he has to work, right? He had, you know, has to work. Simone Biles has to work in order to maintain what it is that, you know, the 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 upward trajectory uh that that she's on, right? Serena Williams during her prime had to work. Especially and Tiger Woods the same way, especially in a, a sport or a particular realm that African-Americans aren't necessarily in large numbers. You, I mean, you got you to gotta work, right? You got you to work. And like I said, it has to be something that, that starts at such a point to where it becomes a habit To as when you get older, it's no longer hard. It's, it's, it's wired into you. You know the steps. You know what you got to do. It's almost kind of like... A person that say, you 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 kind of figured out your body. Some people say, all right, well, if I get seven hours of sleep, all right, I'm good. Or if I get five, I'm good. Or four or or nine, I'm good, right? You've done the, you've, you know, you've kind of tested it out. And you say, okay, well, I know this is what I need to do. All right, if I get six hours, boom, I'm good, right? And so that's just the same thing. So they just repeated it, repeated it, repeated it. So... I said in conclusion like I said it's a different pie, but that that interview just made me look at it in a different perspective right because it's like you may not be my favorite right you may not be a person that i necessarily like you right but i really have to sit back and i have to say you know what the greatness that you that 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 you that you have and and everything that you're doing, that's not easily replicated. We'll probably never see someone that go to back, you know, go to eight straight finals. Never. We'll probably never see another person in year seventeen doing what LeBron's doing, right? We'll probably never see another fighter that is like Floyd Mayweather again. We'll probably never see another golfer, uh, like Tiger Woods, right? Simone Browse is still young. So, you know, but you probably never see another gymnast, you know, a gymnast like that. Michael Phelps probably never see another swimmer like that. So it's just so many people like that and in the, the the common trait is that they work hard. So if you don't appreciate nothing else, if you don't want to pay homage to nothing else, if you want to sit there and call them everything under the sun, you you can't say that they're lazy. You can't say that they take things for granted. Those are two things that you can't say about anybody that's great at something because that track record shows that look, I'm consistent, I'm not a one off um I'm not a one hit wonder like I'm consistent and even in the music space i don't I'm not a Drake fan, but in order for you to be in whatever you want to say ghost writers or whatever the situation is. A lot of people have ghostwriters. But a lot of people can't say that they've been on top for over 10 years. And when I say on top, I mean on top. I am not talking about flirting with it like, oh, you got, you know, like, okay, you good. And then three years, you're fell out. Like, no, consistently. Like, up there. And I got to respect it. He's not my favorite rapper. He's not my favorite artist. I don't have any of his uh, CDs or anything like that. You know, you're not going to necessarily catch me getting into a Drake set but I understand the work that goes into that right I understand that and I respect it and so I feel we we, we need to do that more for people because I think we need to have deeper conversations a lot of times it, it, it just can't be well who had the best song or who's the best fighter or best basketball player, best movie director. Like, no, no, no. We got to push that to the side sometime. And we really got to sit back and say, look at that work, right? Look at the work. Look at the dedication, right? Look look at all of that. Let's put all of that into totality. Let, let's talk about that. Let's debate that, right? But, it, I mean, but a lot of this is, is not debatable because it's there, right? So, that's another episode of Paranormal 132 Podcast. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Like, share, subscribe. I'll be back to you again next week. Peace.